catch up on everything Amy and Billows at hit.com.au. And earlier this year, we had the Super Bowl Billows, and the winner of the Super Bowl was the Philadelphia Eagles. Yeah, that's right. Go Eagles! Go Eagles! I assume the people of Philadelphia say. I, I'm guessing that's what they say. Yeah, no idea. Uh, but everyone who was, uh, I'm assuming, a Philadelphia Eagles fan went home that night and decided to celebrate in style. How'd they do it? Uh, well, they had a little hanky-panky because oh. we are now seeing a massive surge of Super Bowl babies. Oh, a bit of a <laughs> Super Bowl baby boom. Yeah, one of to the point where one of the hotels has actually put up a banner saying, Welcome Super Bowl babies! That's Yay! really funny. <laughs> oh, wow, so nine months on, they're noticing a bit of a surge. And I've heard about this sort of thing happening, like with grand finals and that sort of stuff. But it got us thinking about... Celebration babies. Yeah. So are you a celebration baby? I'm not. And, well, my daughter may or may not have been conceived New Year's. <laughs> okay. So like, that's a celebration baby. New Year's Day it was. Not New Year's Eve because I was asleep by 10 o'clock. We yeah. came down the river and there was a lot of people around. So it's like a couple of beers, go to sleep, get a nice early night in. Nice one. Wasn't well done. Get back home, nice comfy bed. Welcome to the world, little Nicola Grace. Yeah, I think my brother was around the same time as well. Yeah, she'll never know, of course, because she came a month early, so the math won't add up. Yeah, well done. Brilliant. <laughs> well done. 13, 12, 16, are you a celebration baby? That's what we want to talk about today. I remember talking to a friend of mine, and I watched it in her face when she's like, oh, yeah, no, we counted her back one day. I'm exactly 30 years and nine months younger than my mum. And I just looked at her and looked at her and waited for the penny to drop, and then yeah. she's like, Oh, God damn it. <laughs> 13, 12, 16, are you a celebration, baby? Well, we had the Super Bowl earlier in the year, and uh, particularly in Philadelphia, they noticing a surge in babies because it was uh, a celebration baby yeah. for the win for the Super Bowl. Nine months ago, Super Bowl we had, and, and now we are seeing the fruits <laughs> of everyone's celebration. So we're talking celebration babies, and uh, Gina's called through. Gina, are you a celebration baby? No, but my brother is. Okay, what's the what was the occasion? <laughs> New Year's Eve. Yes, yes. that's ah. right. Celebrate good times. <laughs> Come on. We've never explicitly spoken about it, but me and James did the math. Oh. I say we do explicitly talk Love about it. it. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah, but come on, it was... Oh, they had a good time. We're talking about your brother here. <laughs> oh, Chris. So was there a moment where you, where the penny dropped or is it just one of those unspoken things? Uh, no, it was only this year that we kind of realised. No. And we're like, oh, my God, you're September. Oh, oh, and he came early. So he is right, yep. Yeah. It's perfect timing. Well, he could have he could have been maybe Christmas as well, keep in mind. Yeah, could have oh, been early. Oh, yeah, that. that's a good point as well, isn't it? I didn't think about that. Have you talked to your mum about her ovulation calendar? <laughs> uh, no, I prefer not to do that. <laughs> okay, no, that's fair. No, that's fair. No, um, fair enough. Keep, yeah. keep it down. <laughs> well, but you know, just, just be safe in knowing that it's just twice. They've done it twice, all right? Exactly. You and your brother and that is it. And that's all. Never again. Gina, let's be honest. Your mum and dad get wild, okay? <laughs> I need you to know this. Robin! <laughs> Thanks for your call, Legend. Thanks, guys. You are a dickhead. The biggest dickhead. You are today's biggest dickhead. This is a big world with lots of dickheads. But you are the winner today. I kid you not, story out of Florida, Amy. 
I swear to God, you must go on nope. like a Florida news site every day to get these. Nope, this is from the Miami Herald. <laughs> And it involves a woman standing in line in a dollar store. And she must have had a little bit of an upset tummy because she let one fly. (laughs) One snuck out of her and I don't think she tried to hide it or cover it or anything. (gasps) The bloke behind her in the queue, not really impressed because, you know, this sort of thing has just sort of fallen in his lap. (laughs) He's not real happy. And he, he voices his concern. He's like, hey... This isn't how we operate in public. Yeah. Can you not fart in a general direction? She rebutes this with pulling a knife on him and threatening to gut him. Oh, my God. Oh, see, I've, I've been to dollar stores before mm-hmm. and I'm not going to generalise, but, you know. It's, 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 it's lower chaotic. income people and it's a bit chaotic. It's so, not happening. But still, if I go there, if I, there's two things I don't expect. One is to have a wet fart in front of me. No. And two, I don't expect to have a knife pulled on me either. People are probably eating right now. Yeah. Uh, but- and you know what people do when they're eating? <laughs> Squeakers, that's what. Um, I, so, yeah, um, so she's been arrested. Well, I've accidentally, I'm not going to lie, crop dusted someone before, but not to the point where I'm standing right in front of them in a queue, which I can imagine is quite packed in. If and you've, then- yeah. Hundred percent. Let it go. If you've ever seen me at a supermarket, yeah. I recommend not following me because you will get crop busted. Oh. Like I always look in someone's general direction if it happens, but I definitely don't unless they're right in front of me and are quite loud. Like I'm assuming this woman was. Yeah. Oh <laughs> yeah. No, he knew what had happened. There was no secrets about this one. So was everything okay in the end? Yes, because she... she went to jail. Yeah. Right. And didn't need to fight anymore. <laughs> Let's check out if it's naughty or sporty at 6.40. Amy, what have we got? Well, I did give it a go to find a sporty today, but no, only found a naughty. This is a good one, though. Fantastic. <laughs> Let's do it. What have we got? Well, an eBay seller decided she wanted to get rid of her Timberland boots and okay. sold them to a husband who gave them to his wife for an anniversary present. All okay. clean cut. Standard, normal. Nothing naughty yet. Bra- no. Brave of him to buy his wife some shoes for an anniversary yeah, gift, I feel. I feel like that's a separate conversation. Yeah. <laughs> Don't know about that. But when the wife eventually got the present, opened it up, she had a little present inside the present. Oh, here we go. Ooh, a little, ooh, little who, treat. Who doesn't like a little sweetener? Uh, there was a vibrator inside it. So (laughs) the eBay seller had, uh, she's a single mum and she wanted to hide her vibrator from her kids. Okay. So had forgotten that she'd put it in the box and hadn't checked the box before she sent it off to the guy. (laughs) If you were uncomfortable by him him buying his wife some uh, used shoes. Yeah. Wow, <laughs> secondhand vibrator right there in the box with him. What I wonder is when the wife actually got the shoes, whether she thought the husband had bought the vibrator for her as well. Definitely. <laughs> Nothing sure. She's really like, what is going on? Is this, does he want me to wear the Timberlands as well as like in the bedroom? Is that, is that his thing? What is happening? Because, um, you know, a vibrator is not something you just have around. So I, I get what the single mum has, has done, but how embarrassing. So she was so embarrassed because she found out the uh, wife had gotten in contact with her and said, have you lost something? So- oh, you'd be mortified <laughs> and it all just comes screaming. Oh, that vibrator looks like my... Oh, oh. it is mine. <laughs> Damn it. I just say take it. <laughs> take <laughs> it and run. It's yours. Give it a quick once over with a bit of Ajax and well done. Free vibrator. <laughs> We're talking celebration babies this morning. Yeah, so Philadelphia won the Super Bowl earlier in the year and now the hospitals have been inundated with an influx of babies. That's right. The Super Bowl baby boom is going on. So I've got 
got us talking about other people who were celebration babies and the phones have lit up. A lot of people <laughs> know whether or not they're celebration babies, particularly... Look, let's just get back into it. Jeff's called through on 13, 12, 16. Jeff, are you a celebration baby? Uh, yes, I am, actually. Okay, what's the what's the occasion? Well, my birthday is in October and my sister's birthday, who's three years older than me, is actually a week before me. And if you do the math, yeah, if you do the mathematics and go back about nine months, it's my mum and dad's anniversary. Aww. Yes, mum and dad getting yeah. it down. Getting it on on their anniversary <laughs> every year. But at least you can like sort of almost convince yourself that, all right, they just do it once a year yeah. on their own anniversary. Yeah. Oh, they've, they've only ever had sex twice, and that was it. Like, yeah. And that was for me and my sister. Yeah. Right. Oh, totally. I think everyone <laughs> likes to believe that, don't they? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that. Imagine if it was the same day as well. That'd be awkward. Like, here yeah, you that go, would be kids. very awkward. <laughs> <laughs> yep. No, it's classic celebration behaviour. And when did you first realise this? When did it click that <laughs> you were both conceived uh, on the same day? It. It's. It's come, it actually comes up at the dinner table quite a bit about how, like, oh, they're so loving and all that sort of stuff. But it also comes up that they're, you know, being naked together and everything. And it's just really quite disturbing. But, yeah, <laughs> you, my sister and myself quite shudder quite often. You and I have very different discussions with our parents at the <laughs> dinner table. <laughs> yes. Well, weird. Well, thanks for your call, mate. No worries. See ya. Now, Amy, it was just the other day I was doing a bit of a whinge and rant about the fact that I hate slowing down to 40k an hour for a building site with no building going on. Yeah. Or with, uh, that's, there's been some roadworks or something, but it's safe. Yeah, so we've got San Matteo at the moment. I haven't seen workers there for the last couple of days. They may be during the day when I'm sleeping, yeah. but they haven't been there the last couple of days. That's right, because I'm pretty sure they're finished. Yeah. It's just, let's just leave a bit of this up yeah. and leave some 40 signs there. And now I have to slow down for absolutely no reason. If someone's working there or the road's unsafe, I'm fine slowing down. I just want to get that out. Yeah, exactly. And legally, we have to slow down even though there isn't any work going on. Well, I'm not saying that I have um, some important listeners at hit.com.au possibly, but Premier Dan Andrews popped on his Facebook just yesterday, I believe, I know how frustrating it is to slow down for roadworks only to drive past an empty works site. Hmm, sounds like he's quoting some legend. So we're making a new rule. When tools go down, speeds come back up when it's safe to do so. It'll be safer for workers too. No more chancing it because the site looks quiet. Uh, and he's going to write into every contract penalties to make sure this happens. So basically, if there's work going on, You'll have the slowdown signs, work stops, back up to 100. Yep, I love it. I'm completely on board. What I want to address, though, is are you saying that he has written this because he listened to you? Amy, <laughs> it's exactly what I'm saying. Oh my God. Let's be honest. He's damn near quoted me. I'm co-signing <laughs> this whole bill. So have you gotten in touch with him just to say, hey, mate, so glad you took my ideas, well, like happy to work with you on it? Well, that's the thing. I did reach out mm. and it turns out we're too busy making a new <laughs> cabinet. Take my idea and yeah. then just forget about me. Like you don't even know who I am. Like you didn't steal my brilliant idea. It's rude. I'd I, write something back on that. I don't know why I'm getting angry at him. He's doing something <laughs> I really want him to do. So uh, on board, just a little bit of credit would be nice. All right, let's go. For your local Telstra stores. Mildura Central and Lime Avenue. One letter, 10 questions, 30 seconds, your chance to win a $500. Chelsea's called through on 13, 12, 16. Chelsea, how are you doing? I'm good, how are you? Good. What is on for today? Uh, road trip to Renmark. Oh, nice one. Ooh. What's on in Renmark? Uh, just a bit of shopping. 
Very nice. I won't question why you're leaving Mildura to go to Renmark to go shopping, <laughs> but that's a story for another time. Let's see if we can get you some shopping money. Yeah, so uh, the you've been playing along at home, I'm assuming? Yes. Yeah, nice one. So you've got one letter, 10 questions, 30 seconds. Your letter today is B, B for baby. Have you got that, Charles? Yep. Radio. Right. best of luck. Your time will start when Amy asks her first question. Name a holiday destination. Bailey. A type of alcohol. Bailey. And name a sport. Baseball. Name a flying animal. Bird. Name a food you eat for breakfast. Bacon. A city. Bailey. Oh. Ooh, no, try no. again. Brisbane, Brisbane. Name a breed of dog. You can pass. Pass. A colour. Blue. A male's name. Ben. Oh, you did really well there, but unfortunately, yeah, yeah Bali slipped you up. Oh, well, we got eight. If we count, if we included Brisbane, we got eight in the end. That's pretty good. I, I've got to admit that we had a practice run before and I did the same thing as you. I said Barbados for a holiday <laughs> destination and then Barbados for a city after that. And that is not right. Well done, though, Charles. You did really well. Now, Amy, there's a scam doing the rounds at the moment and uh, people are getting called about it. Yeah, and basically scammers are doing one-up. So they're not doing, you know, the standard email and all that kind of stuff. They're actually doing a phone call, which we've got here, that is explaining to people that they have... Um, a lawsuit. A lawsuit against them, multiple lawsuits. Yeah. And if they don't pay up now, then f- charges will be filed against That's them. That's right. Take a listen. Lawsuit cases getting filed under your name. The moment you receive this message, I want you to get back to me on my department division number 86102-0472. I repeat 86102-0472. Now if we don't hear from you, we have to issue arrest warrant under your name and get you arrested. So get back to me as soon as possible. Thank you. Now, unless Stephen Hawking has come back from the grave to become a police officer or a lawyer, then I don't think that's a real human being. No, it definitely doesn't sound no. like a real human being. And it also doesn't, the sentence structure doesn't sound like what you would expect from no. a law enforcement agency. Now, yeah, the scam goes on. They're, they're urging people not to call the number back. Now, the scam goes on, if you do, uh, that they will demand payment in either Bitcoin or iTunes gift cards. Now, whatever you're doing, you should never make any form of, if someone needs... Uh, if someone contacts you for anything, mm. Bitcoin and iTunes gift cards are both very popular with scammers yeah. and super hard to trace. If someone uh, manages to get this out of you and you realise it's a scam, kiss your money goodbye because yeah, exactly. you're not getting it back. Yeah, exactly. So obviously don't call them back, but there's a couple of tips here that I've got that Please. will just help you out if this does happen to you. So obviously don't ever call a number that calls you back straight away. Look up the agency. So if you are thinking it might be a legit agency, look up the actual number. Don't take the number that they've given to you. Yeah, I love Googling phone numbers and it's like, yep, yep possible scam. <laughs> Fantastic. Exactly. Uh, never give, never part with your money or your personal details. Yep. Just don't do it. If someone's calling you, don't give them anything. Mm-hmm. Always make sure that it's legit by calling them back or checking it out That's first. Right. And then if you are getting any texts or emails or anything like that, just delete them. Don't don't 
click any links or anything like that. It's really hard sometimes because they do look very legit, but especially this time of year, just got to be extra vigilant because we don't want anyone getting scammed at any point of the year, particularly at Christmas. The Aria Awards were on last night. Villos, did you get a chance to watch it? I was hosting trivia at the sets and I'm spewing because I love awards shows. I really do. Especially since Casey Chambers got inducted to the Hall of Fame. Yeah, I probably would have found something better to do in that part of the uh, show. I could have done, I could have scratched my own eyes out. I could have seen how far I could get a knitting needle into my own ear. Some real good options as opposed to hearing Casey Chambers speak, squawk, whatever she does. Well, there was a little bit of controversy. Uh, A couple of times the F-bomb hadn't been censored out early on in the night. The wonders of live television. (laughs) But also Bob Geldof was there. and uh, Sir Bob. He was a little bit awkward. We've got some audio here. Bob, welcome back to the Arias. Thanks, dude. You hosted this. Apparently I did, but... Um, <laughs> Memorable experience. It was at a time when you don't remember these sort of things. That yeah. Come and go. Like tonight. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Well, <laughs> judging by your performance, yes. What are you, what are you in town for tonight? <laughs> I haven't even played yet. It's a, it's a tough room. <laughs> so that's with Keith Urban. Why was Keith Urban hosting? What was wrong with Husey? We got him last time. I don't know. I don't or was know that the Logies? Either way, Either what's way. Keith Urban doing? Oh, no, he's everywhere at the moment. He's, he's, ho- he's hosting Carrie and Tommy at the moment. He's <laughs> filling in for Carrie Bickmore. But how awkward is that? So people took to Twitter going, what the hell's going on? What a train wreck. And yeah. there are a few other instances that happened throughout the night. It's a bit weird. And he he he, he admitted on stage that he couldn't read yeah. the teleprompter. So he's just going off script. And- <laughs> Who knows what's going on? Uh, but overall, it was a good night. Amy Shark, Five Seconds of Summer were the big winners. Uh, I've just got a couple here. Amy Shark, Album of the Year, Song of the Year, Five Seconds of Summer, Best Male Artist, Duramall, Best Female Artist, Amy Shark, and then Best Group. I could see you trying to get that, and I'm like, quickly, get through the list. Still had my Alpha Bucks buttons up, but I got there in time. And then, of course, Casey Chambers into the Hall of Fame. Well, you don't have a grab for that, do you? There's still time to appeal that one, so I've got some paperwork to do, uh, but a full write-up of everything that went on at the Arias last night at hit.com.au. Catch up on everything Amy and Billows at hit.com.au.